Hi guys, and welcome back to Doing Life Fishing you know, the podcast. Um, before we get into the topic of the day, I just wanted to take some time to shed a little light on um, the issues that we're currently facing right now, especially with coronavirus. Um, I know the world is experiencing kind of like a 360 at the moment. Um, a lot of people are having to, you know, cancel plans, stop working work from home, you know, different things. And I just feel like, I know it seems terrible right now, um, but we can, there's always like, you know, a positive side of every situation. And so I just wanted to let you guys know that um, this is a great time to focus on your mental health. This is a great time to focus on your physical health. This is a great time to focus on your family. This is a great time to focus on your friendships. Um and I know it, it kind of seems like hard, especially when you're not even able to like see people and meet up. But thankfully, we have technology and, you know, other platforms that enable us to do all these things that I just spoke about. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel like this is a time for everyone to just take a step back and just, you know, relax. Like we're always on the go. We're always on the move. Like the world is literally like, you know, moving nonstop on a regular. And I just feel like this is a great time for everyone to just chill like just chill <laughs> yeah you have like a, like a few weeks to just relax and I feel like once this is over you're going to you know be happy that you actually got some time to rest and so moving on to the topic of the day making mama proud um I chose this topic because um you know even though I'm very um independent I've been very independent since I was 20 I still find myself um trying to do things for my like trying to do things to make my parents proud. And so every decision I make, I'm always like, oh, will my parents, like will my mom be happy? Will my dad be happy type stuff? And I just kind of wanted to have a discussion with someone about this. So today's guest is someone that I've actually known for more than half of my lifetime. Um, her name is Vanessa Ajagu. And so a little bit about Vanessa. So she's a third year law student at Columbia Law School. And I know it seems like I'm always inviting my Columbia students to speak on here, but I just happen to know, know a lot of people at Columbia for some reason. So I'm not doing this on purpose, trust me. This coming May, Vanessa is going to be graduating with two degrees, a Juris Doctor and a Master's in International Criminal Law. She has a Bachelor's in Psychology from Queen's University in Canada. Prior to law school, Vanessa worked as an LSAT instructor. And currently at Columbia, Vanessa is a senior editor for the Columbia Law Review. She's um, proud to have run Columbia's U-Visa project, which is basically a project that helps victims of domestic violence get legal status in the U.S. Vanessa is deeply invested in gender justice and presented her paper on sexual harassment laws in Nigeria at the Salzburg International Law Conference. And so after graduation, Vanessa was spent a year clerking for a, a district court judge in New York, when Vanessa is not catching up on sleep, she's writing fictional novels, she's attending Afrobeat dance classes, and she's screaming at the TV while watching The Bachelor. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for joining me today on Doing Life with Chanel, the podcast. Hi, Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't believe we're here. I know we've been talking about doing this for a long time. Like, I'm so glad that you were able to come on, you know, come online with me today. 
I know. I'm so honored. I'm so proud of you. Like, even doing this, so proud. Oh, thank so proud. you. Today's topic is ma- making mama proud. And um, the reason I chose this topic is because, like, Vanessa and I actually grew up together. Um, Well, kind of. Like, we... We did. We lived we, right next yeah. to each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We went to high school together. We were literally all up in, our, like, each other's faces for a, a lot a lot of years. Um, and so obviously we dealt with, you know, similar, um, we had very similar like circumstances in terms of obviously being a woman in Nigeria, trying to, you know, um, make it in, in the world, try to like, you know, be something. And, um, Nigeria obviously being the very misogynistic like country that it is, obviously didn't really give us, um, didn't give us a lot of opportunities. So Vanessa, I'll ask you today, like, um, obviously there's a lot about making like, you know, making your parents proud, um, especially if they, you know, contributed a lot to your success. Um, should we live our lives to make our parents proud or should it be like for ourselves? Um, I think obviously the correct answer is that we should do this for ourselves. Um aside from just say so because it's our life at the end of the day. I understand that with the African mentality, obviously we want to, we want our parents to be proud of us, to tell all their friends that, wow, like my daughter just graduated with the first class, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously we know that's the thing that drives our parents, but at the end of the day is our lives. Even if, if you get a first class in, say, law, for instance, and you do not care about the law, it makes you sad when you read the books, you hate the topic, like... You're going to be depressed doing the job. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's for yourself. Yeah. I know, like, I, I completely understand that. But, like, I feel like a lot of um, a lot of us, in, especially, like, all of us that grew up in the African countries, like, because our parents really contributed a lot to our success, like, our parents actually, like, sacrificed a lot compared to, like, maybe, like, you know, obviously we're exposed to, like, other Americans or, like, you know, other people where, like, their parents pretty much gave them nothing and so they just felt like, yeah, I'm doing this for me and myself. But then if you're having, like, your mom and dad, like, actually contributing, like, maybe even their lives, like, you know, <laughs> savings to actually, like, help you be somebody, like, I feel like part of it would obviously just mean, like, yeah, I kind of need to make my parents proud. I mean, I, I, I would understand the pressure. And so I'm still kind of struggling with, like, making my parents proud versus, like, living for myself. Um uh-huh. That's something that I'm, you know, cu- currently struggling with. Um, so I was just going to ask, like, what are some of the parental pressures like you struggled with growing up? So definitely, as a, I'm the first child and the only girl, and so you know, there's definitely a lot of pressure to be the best. For my parents, I had to have the best grades in high school, be the most virtuous woman possible. <laughs> You know, not disgrace the family. <laughs> so, obviously, there's a lot of that. And that definitely played a role in what I decided to do in undergrad for my first degree. So, originally, I wanted to do fashion or become a writer. And, obviously, <laughs> <laughs> my dad was like, what type of, what type of joke is that? <laughs> I can't even imagine telling my parents I want to go do fashion. Like, wow. Yes, like, like if you're not a lawyer, doctor, engineer, engineer, just forget 
are you even in school? <laughs> so um, I remember having a conversation with my dad saying that I wanted to do fashion for my undergrad. So the way, just quick summary of the way law school works, you have to do a first degree in whatever you want to do. And then you write the LSAT, which is the law school admission test. And then you go to law school. So Technically, whatever I did for my undergrad did not matter to me getting into law school. Mm. So I tried explaining that to my dad that me doing, so I ended up being psychology in undergrad, but I tried to explain to him that me doing psychology does not, it doesn't impact me eventually doing law. You know, like those are two mutually exclusive things, but you're sounding like he wanted you to do law, but I don't know, am I like miss? interpreting like where you're coming from because i'm yeah, like mm. okay <laughs> so i think definitely there's definitely been parental influence in me deciding to do law because um my parents did say that you know i would make a good lawyer vanessa likes to write she likes to argue the typical things that <laughs> once you like to argue in a nigeria household you'll think yeah yeah law <laughs> Um, so I guess I had the skill sets that matched being a lawyer eventually but aside from that I actually enjoyed in Lagoon where I went to high school I enjoyed like history governance classes that tended Mm. to go towards law so as much as it was a parental influence I'm so thankful to God that it's actually something I actually wanted to do yes i'm actually a little bit of like the opposite my mom always thought chanel pharmacy would be like the best thing for you she kind of always just saw me like having my own like pharmacy and whatnot and for a little bit i entertained the idea but then when like my brother and i went for like engineering chemical engineering i was not like hmm that doesn't sound bad my mom was like "Ah, but you're a woman i was like eh what do you mean by that (laughs) she's like you know pharmacy is like better like it just sounds better i'm just like nah i said i'm going to do this engineering <laughs> i love it we love to so that's kind of like what like pushed me in that area but anyway so what other parental um, pressures did you struggle with um so aside from what i wanted to do in- initially that my parents were like hell no to um i think also just going to being a woman in nigeria in terms of being virtuous mm-hmm. you know my parents were very strict growing up. Mm. So, you know, my skirt couldn't be above my knee. Tank top was a no. I'm like, the things that even, I know we live in Nigeria, there's a misogynistic society, but even the parents, the other Nigerian parents around, around me mm-hmm. allowed their kids to do those things. Mm-hmm. That I was like, you people are even overdoing it at this point because mm-hmm. for everyone else, it's okay. <laughs> Um, so I guess going along with that and especially going to Lagoon and you went to Lagoon so you know how it is yeah so for those of you guys who don't know Lagoon um, is an all girls secondary school um, high school um it's a day big school and it's like very it's actually very catholic and um yeah they kind of do a lot um <laughs> but yeah they have like a lot of strict rules that um us girls had to like you know follow and it was intense like <laughs> very intense it was like <laughs> the school uniform everything was oh my gosh but so this is one thing that i really did not appreciate about lagoon is that if you if you own an all girls school and you have the opportunity to actually impact women and by making family. them understand that they are of value in society and that they can actually make a difference, that they are not just born to be wives, mm-hmm. and you do not use that opportunity, it feels like a major failure to me. 
And in Lagoon, I don't really remember truly. Like, I mean, we had classes that covered virtue and, you know, yes, I can't remember what else, but there was really a lot of attention given to being... Not being like yeah. <laughs> not being like a disgrace and things like that. Nothing very like they never actually like empowered us. They never did like, really. There was there was no form of empowerment mm-hmm. in the sense. If anything, I was so shy like back in the day, I would never even like do half of the things I'm doing now. I just like I was just a timid, you know, mm-hmm. girl in my goal. Like I didn't even realise like my potential for like the most part. Like it's crazy. So yeah. That's yeah. definitely interesting. Um, for me, like I would also like add in terms of like parental pressures, like maybe body shaming. Um, and it might not even be like in a bad way, but like growing up, I was I was always told that oh, you can't just like you know be like overweight or be like um, you know, you can't just keep eating because like you're a girl, you need to like be skinny and look like a certain way and things like that. And I was just like, I always felt that pressure of looking like my best and you know sometimes it was just like too much like I had to deal with like so many other like it was it obviously led to like being um you know sad about certain things but you get mom is pretty fit for her age like she's you know she's skinny she looks really good and so mom is a (laughs) babe and so from her there was the pressure of hey I don't want to look like older than my mom and mm. there's the thing that they do in Nigeria that ah, you're big so you look old when it's not necessarily true mm. you know and so I'm in a weird way trying to compete with an older woman I <laughs> honestly feel that I can relate so much like that's crazy how about now I know like growing up we talked about you know the academics and whatnot like mm. now do you are you facing or are you currently facing any like pressures from your parents have they like relaxed like they not care anymore and they've definitely relaxed i mean i live far away from them yeah i think like the best like you said the best relationship with your parents is long distance relationship (laughs) no that's a fact but yeah i mean right now i'm about to graduate from law school literally 90 days so for my parents right now is honestly now that you finished are you going to get married or what? <laughs> and it's actually crazy because I, I think one good thing is my parents are not that as intense as I've heard some other people's parents are in terms of when I get married and all that talk. But, you know, there's still the occasional prayer in quotes. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like they're asking me, Vanessa, where's guys? God, please. Find her good Provide advice. <laughs> and I'm like, you're technically putting pressure by trying to act like you're not putting pressure and you're mm-hmm. actually praying. But, you know, That's um, it's actually mm-hmm. funny because grandma, <laughs> my grandma has been trying to set me up with all her, <laughs> all her friends' sons and wow. I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> That's actually cute though. I mean, I mean, I can understand it from like them growing up, like at like our age, they were probably like married and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But obviously, like our generation is so different that we really shouldn't be facing the same. Like, um, like it, sh- it shouldn't be the same. We shouldn't, um, we shouldn't be worrying about. Like a lot of us are obviously like pretty career driven, and obviously marriage is like probably like the last thing on our list not that we don't necessarily want to get married but like actually putting that pressure on us to just say oh go and marry or go and like there's so many other things to be doing with your life again but, um, 
Yeah. I guess so. Like, what advice do you have for someone that's currently in, um, like, sh- currently like struggling with any like parental pressure, be it like academics? So I know, like, I probably have some um, audiences in like college right now, or like um, secondary school that probably like maybe even actually studying something that they actually don't even want to study, but obviously their parents are forcing them to. Like, what advice do you have for people go- currently going through it? Yeah, so I think, first of all, it's very important to understand that parents are actually coming from a place of love. The reason they, you know, push their kids towards things like law, engineering, med school is because they think those are the highest paying jobs. They don't want you to be struggling, which is the truth. That's why they do it. Um, So in determining that you don't want to do, you know, one of the fields that your parents have imposed upon you you also have to think about what you're sacrificing Mm -hmm. but if you want if you say you want to be maybe an artist like a musician you have to think about the fact that not a lot of artists make it once they start um singing or releasing mixtapes it's actually a struggle and so you also have to be cognizant of that and not think this is going to be a bubble you know like if if you if you've read the story of lizzo she was sleeping on couches up until like last two years. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy. And you have to you have to understand that trying to move away from whatever things your parents have imposed upon you comes with those side effects that you might have to deal with. And you have to understand that for yourself, first, first of all. Um, and then I guess second of all, you have to be able to talk to your parents about it. And I think going to a Nigerian parent with a blueprint... Like explain to them that I know, for instance, I want to be a, a musician and it's going to be tough. I know that it might not be as high paying once I start. Like you have to, I think with anybody, you have to go with your facts. When you mm-hmm. go and see it, when you go into a meeting without truly yeah, understanding yeah. the breadth of the situation, no one's going to take it seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So if you fully explain and also know, explain to them what your plan is, you know, say like fashion, for instance, um, I honestly think that earlier on, if I explained to my parents that I don't think my dad fully understood that I could have done fashion in undergrad and still done the exact same thing and gone to law school. Mm. So I guess also explaining exactly what the process looks like, what the path looks like and how how you tend to generate revenue from that. Like just explaining mm-hmm. the full outline of the situation really helps. I actually have like an interesting um point to that I'd like to add and this obviously can apply to like everybody but I feel like if you can find that balance like if you can find that like middle ground so like I had a friend in college that she really wanted to study like culinary science because she like was so passionate about um cooking she wanted to be a chef and own her own restaurant but her father was like there's no way in hell <laughs> um paying for you to just go and learn how to cook or you know stuff like that and so she had to like think about it and i was like okay i understand that my nigerian parents is obviously not going to see where i'm coming from maybe i can like you know reason with them or at least like find the balance so she actually took up um a second major so she was actually double majoring um finance and uh, in finance and culinary science and um the, the, but then the cap the the trick here was to basically like she 
her dad obviously was not going to pay for more school than he wants to. So she pretty much had to like double down on like her credit, like load. Like she had to take more credits like every semester to be able to graduate in four years, like her dad originally planned. So I guess it takes like personal sacrifice. If something means that much to you, you have to like, and then obviously you're not the one like funding your education and things like that. You have to make some certain sacrifices. So yeah, she was able to graduate with you know two degrees. She right now is obviously pursuing her like passion, but she also kind of like found that balance of like making her parents like proud. So I I mean, obviously it doesn't always work for everybody, but. Yeah. But going to what you just said, even right now, because I'm fashion, fashion and writing is still something that I want to pursue. And my middle ground that I've come up with now is I'm actually taking a writer's workshop. Mm-hmm. School. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like writing school, but it's not formal education. Mm-hmm. So I'm writing and I'm getting feedback on my on my work. And at the same time, I'm taking a class in my law school as an elective on starting um starting like a startup mm-hmm. so on that end i'm thinking about okay if i want to start my fashion line down down the line yeah. mm-hmm. and get this education that can help me do that so sometimes it's not necessary sometimes you don't even really need the formal education mm-hmm. to pursue something you can do it as a side hustle i know so many people that yes definitely think that side hustle it definitely will take up more time in your life because you're adding work to yourself mm-hmm. but, but if it's something that you really want you're really passionate about you have to definitely like double down and make sure that you know you're making it count so that makes sense exactly. <laughs> so the last question i would like I'm, i'd like to ask you is, so what type of parent would you like to be in the future this is actually an exciting like, question i'd like to know what type of parent you want to be <laughs> <laughs> It's so interesting because I had my little cousin come stay over with me um, at my apartment two weeks ago and we were really talking about parenting and she thinks her parents are strict. And I said, girl, it's crazy that when you get older, the things that you used to think your parents were like mean about or they were strict about, sometimes you end up seeing why they did it mm-hmm. and you mean, yeah, I would do the exact same thing. Definitely. So whatever parents I would be, I think I would be a middle ground parent between strict because I think you need you need some level of your you need your child to respect you. Mm-hmm, you know, for sure. like if you're too if you're too nice, you can't just be their friend. You have to be their friend and their parents. Yeah, so. like I know a lot of people say, nah, I'll never really like hate my child. I'll always be their best friend. They can tell me anything, which is fair, but you need to somehow establish that like you know like ground of like okay this is these are the rules like you can do this you cannot do that you know that kind of thing but i'm like you're leaving my house by what time (laughs) (laughs) that's like girl who you think you're talking to nope so yeah no 100 percent. i think the middle ground between being a friend and being a parent and i think one thing that nigeria a lot of nigerian parents skip is the friend part because A lot of them are just parents. It's like, all they want to talk about is your academics and discipline. Mm -hmm. And they don't understand that you also need to just be your child. How was school? Like, life is really not that serious. Yes. (laughs) You know, like, you really need the middle ground, especially if you want your child to trust you. Mm -hmm. And that trust won't just pop out of nowhere when they're, like, 20. You have to have built that over time. Or the relationship would just be... 
very straight jacketed. So. Like even right now, I don't feel we're talking to my friends about anything other than like academics or like you know things like that. I'm just like, <laughs> do you actually want to know about? Yes, my, it's like, it's how much am like, I sharing with you? <laughs> and then sometimes when they actually show interest, I'm like, hmm, this is this is the, this is weird to me. Like, but yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel you. I think for me, I'm really happy because my mom. My mom and I always used to just growing up, like, I would come home and I would tell her what happened in school, the drama. And no, like, but who? <laughs> this person is not talking to this person because, like... Well, Lagoon was I, so dramatic. Oh, my God. It was. It was, it was too much to talk about. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know if she actually cared <laughs> because it was probably silly mm-hmm. high school drama to her. But she still listened. And to me, that was everything. So now I still just her about what's happening in school. Mm-hmm. Like, I still call her and I'm like, oh, my God she won't believe this person's boyfriend did this and, you know and I think it's the foundation that she laid when she laid when we were much younger that allows for that because I don't I really don't have those same conversations with my dad mm. that's yeah for sure well that was all that i had to ask um thank you so much for taking of the time today. oh my gosh thank you <laughs> If you listen to this episode so far, thank you so much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you got something out of this. Um, I hope it was interesting, enlightening, and um, please, please, please do share if you enjoyed the episode. Like, share, subscribe, and I look forward to seeing you on my next episode. Thank you.